You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down in, this is more, right? Yeah, we are in more. Down in more today with Russell and Tabitha Clark, who work, own, run, are in our homes. And reason, me being in real estate, are in our homes is, is you, I think you're at a lot of the golf tournaments and I've met some of the people, but very recently I did a deal. One of my buyers just bought one of your houses and streamlined process is awesome. Like oh, it was good. amazing. I like hearing that. Uh, worked with, um, oh, I've forgotten her name. I literally looked at my phone to see it now. Um, <laughs> Don't bl- you hate that? Blonde Nancy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nancy. She was great. Um, like they, they, they just walked in the house and luckily they, Wanted to buy a new bill, didn't want to wait nine months, and we found one that's off uh, County Line and up off Northwest, uh, something like that, up that mm-hmm. area. Um, and it was like ready in 30 days, and they yeah. were like done. Like, yeah. and they love it. Um, Perfect. And me and the me and the husband we went to uh, went to college together, and he walked into the office, and the office has a really cool built-in, and I just turned to him, I was like. This is this would make a really cool Zoom call back, <laughs> and he just thought it was hilarious. But yeah, you know, they love it. They moved in two weeks ago. Um, good, that's good and, to hear. Yeah, so that was why uh, reminded me of you guys, and I was like, well, we're starting this new little house and home series of the podcast that, that share the story. So, thank you for having me down. Awesome design center you've got down here in store, and and this is obviously center of, of every operation that you have, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is, is yeah. So, and I know we've just been chatting a little bit about, you know, before we start recording, it's 21 years. It is. Right? You've been yeah. in the business? It's a long time. It is a long time. Yeah. It's uh, It's been 21 years of learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. Yeah. I was whew, 19, 20 years old. Didn't know much of anything. <clears throat> My dad and I decided, uh, so the 99 tornado came through and they're, you know, wiped out a ton of homes and uh, uh, more, one of the communities that it went through. And uh, at the time, uh, my dad was in a, another industry and I had mentioned to him, oh, a couple times that, you know, I was interested in um, getting into kind of the home building construction mm-hmm. industry. And, um, you know, with the tornado coming through, it presented an opportunity. Um, There's a lot of people that were needing homes. So, we did. We came from a, a family of home builders. I have a couple of uncles and my grandfather, um, who were all in the industry, and so it was kind of in our family. We, my dad and I, hadn't done it before, but we bought. I think it was two tornado lots, and said, "Hey, let's see what happens." Um, and you know, God kind of blessed it from there, and I think we doubled for probably the first five or six years. Um, and luckily having family in it we were able to get hooked up with good contractors that uh, allowed us to kind of learn the process and and over the years i would say we've learned we've learned a ton and the thing about it is you know every year it seems like there's something new um you know whether it's uh, new trends new styles or or new ways to become more efficient uh, in the way that we build our homes or um, energy efficiencies for the customers and so it's it's a constant um um, and, and it's fun. So it's a constant uh, learning process of mm-hmm. how can we make our product 
um, you know, better for our customers. So, and that's kind of branched out into, you know, over the years um, and a lot of other avenues. It was probably five years, uh, five or six years into building that we decided, hey, we want to, we want to try to develop. Let's go find some land. Other guys are doing it. It's got to be good. And so we bought some land and decided that uh, that was the way to go. And so from that point on, um, we tried to continually add more of our own neighborhoods to where we can kind of put our stamp on it and and our design and and have a little bit more control on how we want the end game to look as far as not just our homes, but the neighborhood as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's that been something we've been doing for probably 15 years now. Um, the, and cool, it's, the cool part, though, I don't want to inter- interrupt you, but the first five years, and I know something that is said to um, myself all the time and something a little bit that sets apart like those first time or newbie home builders mm-hmm. is they don't necessarily want to get like down and dirty with it. And we literally did so much of that work ourselves. Like when yeah. we would build a house, we did all of the tile work ourselves. I did a lot of wallpaper. He did construction cleanup. I did faux finishes. He, I mean, you name it, we actually did a lot of that hands-on mm-hmm. work. And instead of paying ourselves by taking a lot of the profit from the house, we paid ourselves in labor. Yeah. And so we were able to take that money, roll it into the next house. And really, I think, all of those years of really doing a lot of hands-on hard work also helped us be um, very compassionate towards our subcontractors because we knew what it was like to be in their shoes too. So I think that built a lot of trust with a lot of our subcontractors and built up some really good, strong relationships too. Yeah. To where when I need a favor, they're going to come give me a favor because I show that same thing back to them. So in that first five years, if I'm like pulling mm-hmm. out the one thing that I thought was really a good foundation, mm-hmm. I really do firmly believe it started with us like really diving in and getting dirty and learning how to do a lot of those things ourselves. So then we, yeah. you know, branched out and well, did all the that, things. That's a great point. That's actually one of the things that I had thought about in my head that I was going to talk about. And like I said <laughs> earlier, it's like it goes blank. <laughs> yeah. um, but but you're right. So it was it so it was, so it's Tabitha and I and then my mom as well. Yeah. We we actually did the the laying of the tile in you know for years in our houses and that I mean that's hard work. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. horrific with you know, your hands and knees and getting up and down. It's yeah. you know that, that's you, you do you have an added respect when you've actually done a trade. Yeah. Um, and experienced it it does change your perspective on like how hard these guys work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, sure. I mean we started out and I think I think I made 500 bucks a month. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> And we were so happy doing oh, that, yeah. too. It was the best. We were living it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, um, I mean, that's branched out into, you know, other things. We're into property management. We have a lot of rental properties um, in senior community. And so mm-hmm. we actually um, opened up a 55 um, active living community uh, called Whispering Creek probably, I think it was five, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
is kind of taking off. It's a new industry, I think, in the Oklahoma area. Not new, but it's it's a growing industry uh, to where there's still not a whole lot of choices. Uh, to where you know, if you're if you're 55 and you're you're ready to retire, you're not wanting to maintain your yard and have right. a lot of responsibilities. To where you can just pack up and go, and you don't got to worry about it. Um, and so that <clears throat> that that is another thing that we jumped into that we we've, we've had to learn a lot. Uh, through that experience but it's a beautiful community um that uh, that is growing and so we're Mm -hmm. in phase two uh we have land for a third phase um and so that's one of the things that we've really put our focus and attention in 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 recent years and that and that's really more so it's taff and i and then then my mom and dad and so we we have r and r together and Mm -hmm. uh, that has kind of been probably their one of their main projects and focuses yeah. um has been kind of that senior community and in, in, in the way <clears throat> my dad puts it um you know nowadays with families being spread out all over the country um you know when you get to that age you know sometime your fam your your family your community becomes who you live around right. and so trying to to be able to create that atmosphere to where you know you have camaraderie and community and people uh, you know the same mm-hmm. same age that, that you can have community with and you're not isolated in a sense with your kids living in other states and grandkids right. and mm-hmm. things of that nature and so um that's been exciting for us we, we've really enjoyed that um yeah <clears throat> it can get really lonely can't it like and i, I you yeah. know when, when you're like i said when you're when you're away from family or you live even 10 15 minutes away from family but mm-hmm. you're in assisted living and you know you're not in a community of friends or whatever especially now with covid going on like right. it's you know an assisted living was hit really hard right with covid mm-hmm. and just yeah that's it sounds you know for and my family back my wife's family here great aunt is in assisted living and you know just like we went and knocked on her window the other day we just called her and we're like hey we have a surprise we're outside and she is like in tears because she could see us yeah like, and you're like you know what why do yeah. we not come by like you know as if like once a week is not enough you right. know i mean like it seems like a huge deal but it's like you should you know and i know people are busy and but if you've got a community with you yeah right like that that goes a long way and if it, you know they have a they have a meeting room or whatever. Or a, yeah, they have a really know. cool clubhouse, yeah, clubhouse, lots of walking yeah. trails, a new right. pool, all kinds of great amenities. Yeah. And so it really helps drive in that community mm-hmm. aspect of that neighborhood for sure. Yeah. And with life the way it is now, at least in America or in Oklahoma anyways, we're so busy, like the pace of life. It, it, like you were saying, it's hard. You look up and like a week's gone by and you haven't gone to see your grandmother or whatever yeah. and it's not that you you're just so busy now it presents mm-hmm. its own challenges and so these communities i think um really provide that you know that those friendships to where you, you don't feel right you know lonely if your family's busy and they don't make it by that week because you you have people you know in the community that you yeah. can you can yeah. spend time with yeah and it's usually theme nights and stuff yeah and you yeah know, whatever it yeah. is yeah. We'll have food trucks a, and yeah. entertainment that comes music, all kinds of yeah. really great, great activities yeah uh back so back to the start like uh grow you Grew up in Norman, grew up in this area? Born and raised in Moore, Oklahoma. Yeah. Graduated from Moore High School. Um, 
she she's from a military background, so she mm-hmm. didn't make it here till high she school. was a freshman yeah. in in high school. Met my so. high school sweetheart, married him. Best decision she ever made moving here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so wait, you just bounced around, grew up everywhere. Yep, grew up everywhere. Um, lived lots of places. Lived mm-hmm. overseas as well. Yeah. And um, so then when I moved back here in high school and um, my family, for the most part, well, I guess didn't really settle down. We got married. And then mm-hmm. shortly after we got married, they moved away. Yeah. So, and I'm an only child. So I'm just like, here on my lonesome. And luckily <laughs> he has a very large family. Yeah. If you've ever seen like um, my big fat Greek wedding, how their like huge families get together oh, yeah. and it's very loud and there's always things. That's exactly his family. We call that yeah. Saturday. That, yeah, that that's was Saturday. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and so I was very, very blessed in that mm-hmm. sense, um, just kind of being here and then getting to have just like a massive family yeah. completely take what me in. What did you think when you first, when you came to Oklahoma, what were you thinking? Um, Why am I here kind of thing? You know, I was in high school, okay. so I, I did, I did move here from Iceland. And so that was very, very different moving oh, yeah. from there to here. Um, but... I don't know. I was in high school, and I think I was just really happy to be back here because okay. I don't. Yeah. Really, this was like you know the cool place to be if you were living there. Right. Um, and so I don't know. I I really didn't. I don't think I thought too yeah. much about it. it. Must have been cool coming here from Iceland. Iceland's beautiful. Like it's, it is, and you know what's it's crazy so awesome. is it, it's so much more talked about now mm. than it was back then. I don't know that anybody ever. It's a destination. Now it's a destination. Attraction. Yeah, because yeah. they have that. I think once social media kicked off, everyone was posting pictures of yeah. like that crashed plane and the the waterfall that's there, right? Yes. And it's like the social media destination. Yep. The only reason people yeah. go to Iceland for. Now you go there on vacation, which is the really weird. White Land Rovers everywhere, which is yeah. awesome. Now uh, I'd love to go back there one day just to kind of yeah. revisit and re bring up all the memories and all of that. But yeah. no, I was I was ready to. Yeah. To, you know, so you guys met in high school then? We did. High school yeah. sweethearts, yeah. Yep. yeah. And then 99 happens, and, and you're, I got, what year, I mean, have you graduated high school by that point? Yeah, like so, what, I, so I graduated in 98. Okay. Um, went to work for my dad right out of high school, and tornado hit in 99. Okay. Um, and so it was 2000, into 99, first mm-hmm. to 2000. Uh, that we we decided to get into sure. it, and so my dad had an opportunity to sell his business that he had, um, and we just yeah. got, dove into it. And, and so it was good timing. So you went mm-hmm. like four or five years into a career that you didn't really want to be doing, and it was like yeah, well, you know, that, coming you know. out of high school and you know trying to get married, I just needed a job. <laughs> so, um, I had an opportunity to work for my dad. Yeah, and, and so during that, you know, just year or two, yeah, um, and having conversations of what I actually want to do with my life sure. um, kind of led in that direction and um, the, the the 99 tornado did give us an opportunity mm-hmm. um, to get into it it's it's kind of difficult as a builder if you're not established uh, to get lots with a developer sure. because developers are going to have um, their group of builders that they're going to try to take care of and it, it, they're not going to sell lots away from mm-hmm. them to give to you know a new guy yeah. and so um, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people that had the same opportunity and took it to where you could go get get lots in an area and um, you know see if it's something that you want to do long term. Yeah, so, yeah. 
uh, we, we had the opportunity to do that. Uh, we're blessed and, and decided that, uh, you know, we're going yeah. to make a go at this. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, here, here 21 years later and still doing it. And yeah. Still learning. You know, it's, uh, you know, as you grow. And so we, we currently, I looked at it actually today. Um, we have 120 houses under construction. And so. Wow. Yeah. And so that's. um that's a long ways from starting to and seeing how it goes. But yeah. when you start to get to those points, you start to realize all the things that you didn't have in place to to get there. And so, it, you know, growing pains. We were, this is probably eight years ago, we had 110 going at a time, and it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like, we just, we weren't ready. We didn't have the capacity. The, the system is in place, the people in place, and we just, we started scaling back. Um, and during that time, um, started putting stuff, PO systems, having the right people mm-hmm. um, to be able to handle that growth. Yeah. And so we really, for the last, oh, well, since that time, probably the last you know, six or seven years, have been implementing various things, adding things each year, yeah. and, and kind of grew at more of a, of a controllable pace to where you don't get overwhelmed. Because mm-hmm. when, when that happens, then you start to have issues and and unhappy customers that nobody wants right. and so um you know obviously it's important to us to to have good relationships with our customers so we want to put the things in place that um allowed us to take yeah. care of them and yeah. so um we've really in the last <clears throat> probably two years have really kind of well i guess probably been three years now um have been pushing more and being more aggressive with our growth mm-hmm. um i think well, I mean, from 2018 to 19, we doubled in sales. And then um, 19 and 20, even with the challenges that Corona has presented, yeah. um, I think we're on uh, I think we're on pace to oh, almost double again. That's awesome. And so yeah. yeah. Now you've built that foundation and base that you can yeah, just so progress. Can yeah, so yeah, yeah. And we're able to control it better. And so whenever we're making decisions to grow, it's it's based on information mm-hmm. and, and being aware of what potentially that could create. And so we're not mm-hmm. jumping out again and, and having to reel back. And right. so, um, you know, sometimes, at least in my experience, you, you, it's easier for me to make a mistake sometimes and learn from it than it is to um, learn from it in the beginning. And so mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah, uh, I've learned a lot from it. When when you built those first, you got those first two lots. Uh, what kind of because I know right now, you know, you build houses for all kinds of clients. You know, from dream houses to first houses. Um, but what were those two houses that you built from from the start? Like what? Was there a vision from the start that we're going to build just these kinds of, you know, a certain type of house, like a certain price range? Or was it, we're going to just see how this goes and then always, you know, push on from there? If I'm being honest, I don't think that that we were sophisticated enough to have those thoughts. (laughs) We we know uh, an architect. We have two lots. Yeah. And we need a lot size. Yeah. These are the type of houses that are in there. Let's go find something that's similar that that fits with the neighborhood and and build them. I I wish I could say that we had it all mapped out. We had this big plan. But no, it's... uh, uh, it, it definitely wasn't yeah. that. Which is good, though, right? Because you, like, you figure it out, and you learn from figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, I don't... And, uh, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah, it's... That, 
sometimes if you do walk in with a plan you know like, like if you walk there's a, a that saying that if you have a plan god just laughs at you kind of thing right no, no 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 this yeah. is what's gonna happen let me just show i think you. plans yeah. for us are more guidelines because i don't know that the plan actually works out how we intend it to most yeah. times but we've learned the ability to uh to kind of adapt and roll with things that come our way and, and still have the end goal inside we just may take a different path mm-hmm. to get yeah. there yeah. so those those, five, those first two houses, I assume, are still there. Still there? Yeah. Um, you haven't bought them back? We have not had to buy no. them back, no. So, <laughs> so uh, the customers, I, I think, are, are still happy. Yeah. I don't know. It was a long time ago. I don't even yeah, know yeah, if, yeah. if the original customers I didn't know if there was something there. sentimentally just decided to don't buy them back no. as rentals, you know? No, again, I, I think uh, we don't think that far ahead, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I haven't ruined a birthday surprise, have I? No, <laughs> like, no, hey, no by no. the way, <laughs> we just added two houses to our rental portfolio. It was the first two we ever built. No, but that is a good That's thought. That's a good idea, yeah. though. Wow, what a sentimental guy. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm a car guy, so I think of that with people's first cars, yeah. and it just mm-hmm. seems natural that you mentioned having rentals and, and having a management company. That, that would be something neat, wouldn't it? It would be really cool that to have that. actually is a great idea. So, uh, I, Honestly, I think that would be a really great idea because one of the things, one of the biggest regrets I have mm-hmm. from growing too fast that one time that he mentioned was, for, I don't know, probably a decade when we were very hands-on with the houses, something that we did in every single house is I would hide mm-hmm. a hand-painted angel okay. somewhere in their house and they would yeah. never know where it was and we would never tell them and every now and then we would have a home, like it was almost like this mystery thing yeah. and the homeowners would be like, well, where is it at? And I would not tell them and they would end up having to find it on their own yeah. and sometimes they would and sometimes they wouldn't but we got so busy that at some point I stopped doing that and I always regretted that that had happened because I just think how cool it would have been now to to think of all of those houses that somewhere in all of those houses I had hand painted an angel in it um and so it would kind of be cool just to go back if you were able to purchase that very first one and be able to like find it and reminisce and think about you know all those little details and touches that you did but so, I mean, 21 years, like that's like I said, you're always learning because processes are getting better, mm-hmm. materials are getting better, systems are getting better, so you can grow and it's easier. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's having a system is, is the best thing ever, right? Because now you've perfected the system for the most part and you just plug in and everything kind of should take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with branching out and building and growing um you know you mentioned you you, you're in you you know you have a design center now which is what we're in today and you have all this that's one of the things that nancy mentioned to to my clients was that like everything in here is you know like the i think it was like the the light fixtures and stuff like that like you they're they're not just like off a shelf somewhere right mm-hmm. like they're not you're not the same in every single house is what you were saying um, and that's something that like goes to the little details like what you mentioned with the little painted angel like that's just mm-hmm. something different right that's like going extra mile a little bit and yeah so well, and I think one of the things that sets us apart is those things that mm-hmm. um, even though we've kind of grown in, in at least from an Oklahoma standard a you know a decent sized builder um, we still have maintained um, the ability to to offer to our customers the opportunity to customize. And so um, we don't hold the strict guidelines like you've got three choices, pick uh-huh. this, this, or this. Um, <clears throat> we want you know our customers to be able to uh, you know to make it their home and so whatever their t- taste might be or you know having unique fixtures that Taft has been able to to get through the store mm-hmm. or 
um, you know, whatever it might be to where it, it becomes your home. It's not just a house you're buying. It, it's something that you yeah. can really um, customize to um, to meet your needs and your style. And, um, you know, I think that so I think that's one of the big things that, that we've been able to maintain yeah. as we've grown yeah. and not had to be so strict mm-hmm. um, in minimizing the ability to change things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tabitha, when you graduated high school, um, was it like straight into the design stuff? Like I'm, this is, I, I want to do this. I, I have a passion for it. I'm just going to help out and dive in. I'm going to lay tile, but also like I have the vision to do the design thing. Cause people who do the designing thing, that's a special type of person because I, <laughs> I have no, you know, my wife's like, I want to put something on this wall. And uh-huh. like, I have, I mean, sure. Like sure. put a picture up kind of thing. Right. But you know, I, we have a designer friend who's like, no, no, you put this up a little mirror and then they just piece it together. Uh-huh. Like that's, that's the vision that I do not have. Clearly it's something that you've have and perfected over time. Yeah. Um, I, I do think I got lucky mm-hmm. in that that was just something I was always naturally good at and always, um, just really enjoyed and so it was easier for me to become better at it um, I didn't jump straight into it I mean, we did have a couple other um, small businesses that I had and um, we also have four kids and so raising them uh, alongside doing this other business and then I mean it all was two years then we started the home building business two that have been two years after having Ryan yeah yeah. So, boys and girls? Three boys and a girl. Okay. Yes. So I was very, very busy, but then, yeah, I don't know. I've always been a hard worker. So, yeah. like, never straight away. That never bothered me or gave me a second, you know, thought. I think so that comes back, in. comes from, like, military background. I, maybe so. I'm also an only child, so yeah. I don't know. I just, I've always worked yeah. from being really young. I just always actually. Uh, people sometimes call it a workaholic, but I enjoy if you enjoy working. It, it's not I working. guess, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I just that's never really bothered me or really had much of a thought. And yeah, um, it's easy to become better at it when you like it. Yeah. So. What's it? Uh, I mean, from like I said, you you bought those two houses in, in Moore, and then slowly, you know, you've grown and branched out of the Moore area. Um, you know, what, what's it like just? building houses in your hometown like that must i mean that must be cool right it is you know there's there's a lot of advantages when you've you know been born and raised live your whole life here you know when building in more when you know a lot of people and a lot of people that um you've grown up with or my dad has grown up with you know are in positions to where you you work with um all the time and so Mm -hmm. we have um, you know, family friends or, 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 you know, friends that even my dad grew up in, in graduating high school that are, um, you know, work in the city and had different positions in the city or they're doing similar things. They may be developers or in um, industries to where we cross paths. And it, it's, um, uh, I mean, honestly, building in our hometown is our favorite area to build mm-hmm. by far. It's, yeah. it's not even close. It's, uh, um, it's more of a... Um, I don't know. Friendly is the right word, but we know each other. And sure. so the trust it's, is it's, there. Yeah. They know um, our character and they've known us and yeah, know that and, they and can it, trust us with their biggest investment they are mm-hmm. going to have. So it's, a, you know, it's, we can just get pick up the phone, make a phone call, yeah. drive down to city. If we have a question about something or a concern or, yeah. um, that a lot of other municipalities, you know, we don't have that opportunity to do those kind of things. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's definitely 
a lot more enjoyable. Plus, we're here, and so yeah. it's easy to do it. It's easy <laughs> to go look at it, to check on things, and yeah. maintain it. And it would have been different if you'd have been like, "Yeah, we're just like we're out." You know, we we you know we we're too good for this town now. We're gonna go somewhere else, kind uh-huh. of thing. Which no, obviously, no, I don't no. get. You know, I definitely don't get that feeling from you guys. If you know, you still the office is, is, is yeah, here. You know, this is definitely road. home for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. When you text me, you're like, "Yeah, just make sure it doesn't take you to, to this address and, and somewhere else." Like, uh-huh. Okay, it's like, like, off a country road. Okay, here it is. <laughs> um, so from the you know from doubling consistently and growing and growing and growing, what was it like when you were like, because you guys do you know we we mentioned you do from all spectrum right like the the first time home buyer to the luxury full custom right, mm-hmm. I mean the luxury full custom is what people like to see they like mm-hmm. to talk about it that's what everyone scrolls on Instagram and looks at luxury houses. What do you, I mean, do you enjoy that side of things more than you enjoy building, I guess, quote, the yeah. average house? And they're not all average. I mean, like, just right. price and size for, for Oklahoma uh, City area. I would say yes Metro. and no. It's um, definitely when you're building a bigger, more customized home, you get to do newer things, different yeah. things. More expensive um, things. More expensive things that you don't typically do in other homes. But it also presents... Pre- presents its own challenges Mm -hmm. um, because they are very particular those homes and what is required and what needs to go in it and you haven't had necessarily the opportunity to fine-tune it right Um, and so it's it's I don't I don't know it's more or less enjoyable there's part of it that is more enjoyable and part of it that um, requires more time and work and Mm so um, we actually, I mean, at least in my case, I, I, I enjoy both sides of it. I like doing different things, and, yeah. uh, but I also like creating a system and, and that flows and is efficient mm-hmm. and, and kind of takes care of itself in a sense. Um, and so I think we've got a, a good blend of that. We have, um, you know, we have our volume neighborhoods that we're be able to hit, first-time home buyers, move-up home buyers. Um, and then we have a couple that are dream home that, yeah. you know, this is where I'm going to retire and, and I'm not moving anywhere. I want it exactly how I want it. Yeah. And so we're, we're able to, to accommodate a broad spectrum uh, of customers. Mm. I guess you get to show off what you can really do, right, with the full, the yes. bigger houses, the customs, mm-hmm. rather than being constrained to a price bracket. Right. Yeah. Which I'm sure is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, just has way more details to yeah. give. Up. Yeah, there, it's yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, just, yeah. a huge headache. But when you're done, a huge you're like, headache. Yeah, but it is. Like, we have a couple that we're working on finishing up now, and, and just looking by, you know, driving by them and looking. It's you know, and, and that's one of the things that's really enjoy about about what we do is you go from buying a piece of dirt. Yeah. And in the process, yeah. you know, over months and months to the finished product at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in those houses is is far more rewarding right. um, than maybe a house that we replicate over and over again. Um, but that that is one of the things that's really enjoyable about our work is it, being able to start to finish and creating something and being right. a part of that process. Yeah, especially as, if it is for that, like, retired client who just is building their dream home they've worked for a long time they've saved up they've saved their uh, saved their stuff and they really want to uh you know they really want to splash out and create something a home that's that's totally custom for them and it's you know yes they're a headache but they know exactly what they mm-hmm. want and they they you know it's great to be able to provide that right i'm sure for you guys mm-hmm. like you know it is great seeing a first-time buyer like my clients who bought their house like they love it but you see that more often than not with because you build probably a lot more of those houses than you do the bigger customs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it's uh, there's nothing better than seeing a luxury house. You're like, yeah, we, yeah. we just we knocked that one out of the park. Mm-hmm. We created that. Mm-hmm. That must be a really cool feeling. It uh, is. We actually have uh, a couple right now that I get to drive by fairly frequently, and mm-hmm. yeah, it just. It's a little bit different feeling when you drive by that house versus a spec that you would have to be old over and over again because it just kind of sets the like, wow, okay, you are good at this. Like, well, it's constantly raising the bar for you guys, right? Yeah. Because there's like you could, you know, there's not that many houses in Oklahoma that are yeah ten thousand plus square feet. But if Mm -hmm. you do one, you're like, whoa, we can actually do this now. We use that confidence in doing it, which is, uh, you know, it's. It just you know like like you're talking about levels and like systems and you know once you've done it you can do it again and right. you can progress and mm-hmm. so I mean what is the biggest house you guys have built do you know uh, seven seven to eight thousand square feet I think yeah. yeah which is I mean it's awesome isn't it like it for is. me coming yeah. from the UK like that's like <laughs> an absolute mansion <laughs> houses aren't big back home and if they are they're mostly castles and very expensive mm. um, now I've never built a castle, castle that sounds not yeah. fun yeah. There is, I think, I did see, I was looking at the MLS recently, there is one for sale. It's like a wedding venue that's on down, I think, this south of town. Um, and it's like a wedding venue that's a house as well. Wow. It's four point something million dollars because it's a business. But it has like a full, it, it, I think it's more of like a wedding slash hotel venue for like uh-huh. a small amount of people, but you could totally live there uh, as an outside like patio. A and, oh, yeah, but it's like a castle style you know built and the whole entryway looks like giant 10 foot you know arched doors and all the rest of it and i'm like that'd be a really cool place to live but also i I mean it's a good business yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so you know current time i know obviously this has been strange for you guys and materials are and probably a nightmare to get right everything's kind of back ordered for the most part there there are a lot of challenges have been presented with workforce kind of being down and production being down um we have definitely had to to figure out um new products, mm-hmm. new, new vendors. I'm um, just trying to keep the process going. Prices are for the first time, um, oh, probably in about 10 years are making dramatic increases in cost. Yeah. And, you know, it's a supply and demand thing and, um, hopefully that'll level out, um, and it won't, won't go on for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, it is definitely presenting challenges to where, um, you know, with labor force being down, subcontractors is a challenge that has been going on for a while. It, it it seems like younger generations aren't getting into trades, mm-hmm. and as older generations retire and get out, they're not being replaced. And so um, that, that's kind of a constant um, um, discussion that we have to make sure that we're on top of and we yeah. keep things going. And and how do we get <clears throat> more trades out there? And so uh, the materials, it'll work itself out eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's for the next few months. It, it may be pricey and it may be challenging in some ways, but... Um, you know, you just, as long as you don't, as long as you stay ahead of it and you try to figure it out, there may be some delays, but it, we haven't experienced anything overly dramatic um, as far as delays in mm-hmm. construction. Prices are increasing um, this month, particularly pretty drastically. Yeah. And with the, so with everything going on, I know, you know like we mentioned earlier, we have a bunch of different sides to the business. What are the, all those sides? I know you said you have a pro- property management, but. I mean, what is everything? So the businesses? Yeah, yeah. What do you have altogether? Okay, so we we have the residential construction where we build build the homes. We have the development side. Um, We have property management, and so we manage about 240 properties. Mm -hmm. Um, We have um, 
mini storage. We have yeah. um, the senior community at Whispering Creek. Um, Tabitha started her retail, uh, store. retail store about three mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, three and a half now, three yeah. Three and a half years mm-hmm. ago. Um, we, two years ago, opened a real estate company. Okay. Um, does that cover it? I there, don't know. So the retail side is like everything that you sell in and you get in, in the houses and some other cool stuff, T-shirts and... Yeah. Uh, so we... Oh, the, the cabinet shop. Yeah, I didn't even think about your... Yeah, we do all our own cabinet work. So mm-hmm. we have a cabinet company that uh, we actually manufacture um, all of our cabinets from. Oh, cool. From. Yeah. So, what made me think that? So that's so, one yeah. of the ways when I'm talking about having difficulties in trays, figuring out ways sure. to keep things streamlined and moving. Yeah. Um, so for the retail store, we custom build furniture. Okay. And then when it started, it was mainly focusing back on those light fixtures. I was trying to figure out a way to keep from just using normal builder grade things that I had used for 17 years at that time. Mm -hmm. And um, we were also incorporating some architectural salvage in our new homes. And it was really just to try to start figuring out ways to get access to those things. And that ended up forcing itself to become a retail store. It's not really what I intended to begin with and kind of just grew into that. And that led into other things, focusing on companies that, you know, are mission driven Uh or, um, finding other good products that would serve our customers and the home building side well. And, uh, that actually ended up doing really well. And we opened a a second location, um, two years ago now. And, Uh um, so the store kind of has taken a little bit of a shift to where we are really focusing more on community and how we can keep the continuing education going. Sure. So our um, kind of mission statement now is figuring out how to help people reclaim their space and their style and their life because mm-hmm. um, it's just something that we really just hold true that can change people's lives if they're proud of their space that right. it will kind of flow over into changing their life yeah so we've really focused a lot on that um over the past six months to a year now and created products yeah. to where um, they can be part of our community we have a membership group that they can join and um mm-hmm. so far everybody's really loving it and we're having a That's really awesome. great time doing it and yeah, yeah. Um, it's just one more thing that kind of added to our home buyer side of it um Mm -hmm. just because now they're in this house like what do i do to make it my own home with furnishings and decor and things so well it's it's good we we have the ability to help them with that end of it as well Mm -hmm. most of the time when people are buying homes either have furniture they're bringing or they're wanting to decorate and set things up in a way to where it looks good not just having a new house but having it like set up and so we have the ability to 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 kind of give them guidance or Mm -hmm. or educate them on that Mm -hmm. uh, through the retail store and some of the products that she has or or that side of the design aspect Um, yeah you know the people that are wanting that help we have the ability to to, to offer that as well yeah well it's like full service isn't it you know like there's it, there's it, some it builders be, yes. that, yeah there's some builders like the, like the cabinets I'm sure I have in my house I, I don't know where I'm going to find them if something goes wrong mm-hmm. uh, but like I said if you know you guys build your own you, you pick up the phone and hey we, we need we need some replacements can we mm-hmm. order some like it's it's super easy isn't it and I assume that's probably why you guys started the real estate side too right yeah, and so we have and the opportunity. Save money, I'm sure. You know, people that right. are wanting to buy a new home, <laughs> yeah. they may not have a connection with a, a real estate yeah. agent, and so if they want help with that, then we we can help facilitate those things. Um, you know, the idea is we're not 
we don't want to just sell you home and, and check out and we're gone. Right. It's, you know, somewhere down the line, you may want to remodel or you may need new furniture or you may need help selling it because you're transferring, you're moving out, mm-hmm. you know, some, somewhere else. And, um, and so we really try to stay connected with our customers and, and offering. We, we recently just, uh, last year, um, started a maintenance program. And so I had mentioned earlier about, um, how busy, you know, people are nowadays yeah. that, um, you know, it's easy to remember, you know, at time. Well, I say easy. It, it may not be easy for some people. I know Taft has struggles with getting her car serviced. <laughs> um, changing the oil. Changing the oil. I'm not the best at that. But, you know, you get so busy that you don't do the things that your home needs you right. know, to maintain, to make sure that everything's working properly. And in the life uh, of your HVAC units, you know, you can maximize how long it's going to last mm-hmm. by doing those things, just like you do with your car. And so because, you know, people aren't necessarily handy enough, a lot of them and they don't know how to do it or, or um, want to do it. Maybe they're just busy. And so mm-hmm. it's a service that we, we just started offering um, a, a year ago to where we'll come in and, and do those things for you and do them quarterly. And yeah. you, you know, out of sight, out of mind, you don't have, don't to, worry have to worry about, about it. it. Um, and so that's something we're pretty excited about and another opportunity to stay connected and, and mm-hmm. so our customers know we're like, we're not going anywhere. We're here. You don't have to worry about, you know, once we close it, I got a problem. I'm not gonna be able to find my builder. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. We, yeah. we stay connected. I do think that is something that has, um, not, not, I don't want to say like changed, but we've been able since we've matured in this industry, mm-hmm. we can now focus on how can we serve our community sure. in this industry better. And so I think that's where a lot of these things have started coming from is recognizing mm-hmm. like, what do we need to do to service and serve our customers? Yeah. And so I don't know. It's just one more thing. You don't, you don't really get to look at it from that angle when you're just starting. You're just sure. focused on, yeah, on yeah, getting yeah. some walls. Yeah. 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 That I mean, that's, and it's, I had a friend of mine who's out of state at the moment and he's trying to buy his house for the first time. And he's like, why are there so many people in this transaction? I'm like, mm-hmm. cause it just is. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, why? There's too many people. There's too, like, why can't we just all sit in a room? <laughs> and I'm like, you need to find a new construction company that does like everything that you guys do. Right. Cause you just take full, like full service, come in, sit down. You have your real estate agent, you got mm-hmm. all your building side to it, design and you just, plug in and play and you're good to go mm-hmm. and he's like yeah is there any i'm like well google's a great thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> do your research i can find you plenty in oklahoma if you want to move up here but well and that's yeah. the thing it, it for for some people it's really stressful to buy a home because it's it's most people's largest investment yeah and we and we realize that and so we try to um to make it pain-free or as pain-free yeah. as we can because, right. you know, there's big decisions that you're making. And, you know, whenever it's your largest de- investment, you know, you're, you're emotionally attached. And and some decisions that, you know, and this is something that we remind our employees about is, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's not just selecting a tile. It's mm-hmm. like, this is my largest investment. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, we want it, you know, no one's ever going to build a perfect home, but they want it to be as perfect as it can be. And, and they don't want to feel like they're rushed into a decision or yeah. that be concerned about making the wrong decision. And so we try to help facilitate and ease those um, through expertise and yeah. experience mm-hmm. and if we recognize something that may not look great in the end, you know, we're going to, we're going to share that with them and, and present other options that, that doesn't change their style or what they're wanting to accomplish, yeah. but may look at the end yeah. may capture what they're wanting at the end right. better because it's, it's difficult for people to visualize um, oh yeah 
you know, three dimensionally and in the end product. And mm-hmm. so it, it's, it can be very difficult mm-hmm. to make decisions on some of that stuff. Yeah. It's much better when you've got a picture or a, yes. something in 3d rendering or something in front of you that says, this is what your house will look like inside and out yeah. colors and everything. You because, need that friend that yeah, helps you. I'm not a guy who needs pictures <laughs> and I need everything else. Cause otherwise like my wife was talking about painting. I'm like, sure. Like I well, if it looks terrible, like I don't know what color paints go together. I mean, most guys probably can relate to that as well. Um, uh, and I know you mentioned earlier, like struggling with like the younger generation not wanting to get into the trade. And um, I mean, is there a trade school in in the? Is there an R and R trade school in the works in the future? Uh, no, no, not not as of right now. No, um, you know, I don't exactly know how to to address that issue because mm-hmm. it's not just an R&R issue it's an industry right. issue and it's not just an Oklahoma issue mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's a nationwide it was probably I sat at a round table uh, years ago and I think it was in Kansas there was a particular trade um, that was offering six figure salaries and couldn't yeah. get people to come mm-hmm. you know it's, it's kind of the blue collar versus white collar you know everybody needs to have um, and, and I'm not knocking degrees so don't take it as a negative <laughs> college but it's gone from it, there's being a balance to yeah. now everybody you yeah. know is going and so there is a need for those those trades mm-hmm. and, and people that don't mind getting their hands dirty yeah, yeah. I mean to be honest there's a lot of lucrative opportunities for people that are willing to jump into yeah. that that they may not realize mm-hmm. not just in home building too like mechanics yeah, and, yeah. And just across like the just, board yeah you just can't yeah no we need electricians yeah. we need plumbers we need HVAC guys mm-hmm. do the kids share any passion to what you guys do uh, we so our two oldest are in college okay. right now but we actually are having some conversa- conversations about what's you know, like what do you actually want to do with your life mm-hmm. you yeah. know um, and so we're, we'll see how it plays out. And, and, you know, if you don't have something that you feel called that, hey, this is what mm-hmm. I want to be, you know, maybe look at some other opportunities and yeah. maybe trades uh, in the future for some of them. Yeah, because in five years, you could build yourself a really, really yeah, good business sure. and yeah. have people working for you and be playing mm-hmm. golf every day or whatever it is. Like it's, you There's know. a lot of risk involved in, in being an entrepreneur, but there's a lot of rewards to mm-hmm. it. You know, you're setting your own schedule, being flexible and, yeah. um, and really your success is in, in a large part based on what you're willing to work for mm-hmm. and. Um, so it's yeah. it'd be a great offer, opportunity for some of the younger generation to jump in. So, so the kids they just started back at school, college. Recently? Yeah, we, right. so we have a high school and a junior high. They actually start today. Yeah. Um, our Thank oldest you. son went back to Kansas last night mm-hmm. to start his college, and then our other college son has been in Edmond. I don't know when his classes start. Do you? No, no, no. Soon enough. Soon yeah, enough. You know it's. The, the two oldest play football, and so you know it's some every week something's different. And yeah. So we we still don't actually know what mm-hmm. their semester is going to look like. It, yeah. It's every week we're hearing different things, and you know it's like twenty twenty has. Uh, I mean, I guess if you could define it, it's <laughs> it's the year of, of facing challenges and yeah. adapting, sure. and uh, but yeah, 
it's the ultimate like growth entrepreneurial like it ride, is. isn't it? it it's is. like we're just gonna throw things at you every day uh-huh. and we just see. figure it out. <laughs> we're gonna see what works today. Yeah. It's definitely not easy. If you're looking for easy, twenty twenty is not uh, your year. No. Nope. The year for uh, like the year for growing as a person the, and, those and, growing and, pains. and enduring things. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been a pleasure. I mean, I know a lot more and now our listeners know a lot more about what you guys are what you guys do you know what you guys stand for uh and it's awesome like 21 plus you know 21 years and it's not going anywhere anytime soon right you guys are still going to keep doing this and you know just keep adding value and, and building more businesses to serve every client that comes in the door mm-hmm. and regardless if they just want to buy a light fixture too if they want to buy a full house from you mm-hmm. um, and retaining those customers from first time buyers all the way up to through you know through the channels so uh, for everyone listening I'm going to post all the links to the social media stuff so go follow R&R Homes and guys Tabitha and Russ thank you so much for having thank me you. down this is, a, this is an awesome yes, story thank you. and uh, for everyone listening we'll catch you next episode cheers thank you for listening we are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories for more great Oklahoma content Follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.